Folks, welcome once again to the Great Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Weber, and what you have found is episode number two of what I am calling the Locked In episodes of the Great Stories Podcast. As while we're all locked into our homes, uh, it's my hope that we can also spend some time to intentionally lock in to our relationship with our Creator. I truly believe that uh, the greatest thing we can do Uh, to just grow in our our spirit, to grow in our peacefulness, to grow just in our focus during just kind of a crazy weird time like this, is to share headspace with our creator through his word. And all I'm doing is just reading through some of my favorite passages and just uh, sharing my thoughts on them. It's it's not a Bible study. uh, It's not an authoritative, you know, sermon on the matter. It's just, here's my, some of my favorite verses and here's what they mean. And just my hope is to lead you to consider the same. What do these things mean for you? Uh, I actually found that I had a pretty easy uh, first day in quarantine. (laughs) I slept in late. I had some really great uh, Skype telephone calls and messages with folks and uh, actually took the dog out. And I guess we're allowed to go for hikes. So I did that. It's not bad. Kind (laughs) of, dare I say, enjoying it. Uh, But... I, I do realize there's a lot of folks that now your kids are at home and, you know, your life is kind of complicated. And, yeah, I, I understand that there's a lot of stress out there. So uh, my hope is that just for the next few minutes we can kind of share some scripture together and you could take a little mental vacation. Uh, come around uh, the Bible with your family. If you want to get the kids in on it, that's fine. I'm not going to use any giant words or say anything creepy. So uh, if you got your Bibles, and I hope you do, let's go ahead and crack these puppies open to one of my favorite passages in the entire Bible. Amazing. It is in the book of Isaiah, chapter 43. And we're going to do verses 1 through uh, 7. Yeah, 1 through 7. Isaiah, chapter 43, 1 through 7. And Isaiah is basically at the midpoint of the Bible. And what the book of Isaiah is, is a, it's a, a prophet book. So prophets were people that actually like talked to God, that you know God spoke with, and that he, he had them write down what he said. And the book of Isaiah is huge, and there's a lot in it. It's very old. It's very complex. Some of it's a little hard to understand. Uh, but this passage in particular, I've always found to be just incredibly encouraging. Anytime I have felt kind of worried or afraid, or if there's some kind of big challenge coming up, I just found these words to be so comforting. Because these words were uh, words that God told Isaiah to write down, and, and it's a message for the Israelite people. But what we know from later on in Scripture is that because Christ came, he actually uh, has has activated all of these sorts of promise uh, types of passages for modern believers too. So this passage is written to Israelites, but it also applies equally to us today, those who God calls his children. Uh, This is us. And so, uh, again, Isaiah chapter 43, starting at verse 1, I think till 7. I'll go till I stop, whatever. I'm in charge. I'll do what I want. Okay, here we go. Uh, Chapter 43, 1 to 7. But now, thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, He who formed you, O Israel, fear not, 
for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flames shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as your ransom, Cush and Seba, in exchange for you, because you are precious in my eyes and honored, and I love you. I give men in return for you, peoples in exchange for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east, and from the west I will gather you. I say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not withhold. Bring my sons from afar, and my daughters from the end of the earth, everyone who is called by my name, who I created for my glory, for whom I made. Or, sorry, whom I formed and made. That's verse 7. Okay, we'll stop there. This is a, a powerful passage of scripture because what this is is a, this is a giant affirmation of the the kind of affection and promise that God makes to the people that He loves and and He says to us if you look uh, in verse in, in verse six the second half of verse six is that this and might bring my daughters from the east everyone who is called by my name what we know is those who have who have given their life to Christ who call Christ Lord. God says that you are now his dearly beloved children, that you are called by his name. Everyone is, so everyone who believes in Christ is called by his name. And he's making some bold statements. I've, <laughs> I've always found that God is like the best trash talker in the world because he can actually back up his bold claims. And he says, he says fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. And this applies to you, Christian. God, he has redeemed you. He has called you by name. And you are his. You belong to him. What an amazing thing to say, that, that, I, am, that I am God's, that I belong to God, that I am his. But what does that mean? Does it mean that I'm some kind of like sad piece of property, like a uh, <laughs> coffee mug? You know, like, oh, I'm God's coffee mug. You know, not, No, this is a, this is a, a champion passage. This is like, what does it mean to be owned by God? Well, what does it mean? Let's look at verse 2. It says, When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. Through the rivers, they'll not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you won't be burnt, and the flames shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel. So he says, this is a huge promise. When stuff gets bad, when things get scary, when things get painful, it doesn't mean bad things won't happen. It says the fires are going to burn, the waters are going to come, but he says, you will be with, I, I will be with you. And who's saying this? He says, by the way, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. See, your Savior has promised that even, you know, let's make this real. Here we go. When COVID-19 comes rolling through, when people get a little crazy, when the stampedes are looking for toilet paper frantically, thinking that that the end of the world revolves around their, their rear end, that God says that this, this will not overwhelm you. you. You'll pass through the fires. You won't be burnt. You see, we can, we can get sick, we can suffer. There can be all kinds of things that go wrong. But what God says is that, I am the Lord your God, your Savior. See, he has saved us from this life of sin, 
from this world of sin. See, we live in this world, but we are not bound to it. We're not citizens of it. We've been delivered from it by our Savior. And he goes on to talk about how just what that means, that that I'll ransom people for you. I will call you out from here. You, you'll, you'll never be so far from me that I can't bring you back. And he says in verse 4, because you are precious in my eyes. You are you're honored, and I love you. This is the creator of the universe is <laughs> telling us, you're precious in my eyes. You're precious. And when I Every time I say the word precious, I just did it right now. You can't see because this is a audio thing. But I, I, I kind of cup my hands out as if somebody just placed like a newborn puppy <laughs> in my hands. Like the way you would hold that puppy is the way I imagine when God says that I am precious and I'm his. Uh, I just picture just being, being like this, oh, this precious thing to him. So delicate and fragile that he's going to protect and love and tend to. And then at the end, he goes on. This is one of my one of my favorite things. And that something I've learned about the Bible is that it, when it says things in three, that's like a like when we put five exclamation points after something. It's like this is so sealed. This is so like you're shouting this. Okay, verse seven. He says, "Everyone who I call by my name, who I created for my glory, who I formed and made." And this is again. This is God taking total total possession over not only his creation, but his plan and and us. These are all all of these things are together. And the Almighty God is telling us that He has He has created us for His glory, to bring Him glory, that that the way He loves us is going to make Him look really good. <laughs> and that's kind of awesome. And so just you know, reading that verse, I, I'm always encouraged by that to know that Gosh, this is the God of the universe, the one that spoke light and matter and time into existence. You know, the one who's all-powerful, has me in mind, has my well-being in his mind, that he promises to, to be with me, to never leave me or forsake me, that no matter what could go wrong in this life, that he's my Savior, that I belong to him. And the way he treats me, the way he deals with me, the way he keeps his promises, all at the end of the day is for his glory. Thank God for that. It's a privilege that I would be, or that my life would be the the stage on which God displays his glory. <laughs> like, yes, Lord, please bring bring your glory into my life. I, I'd be happy to receive your glory so that you can show off. Let's go. So with that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to, again, just like I did yesterday, I'm going to pray uh, for me. And I just invite you to, to pray for yourself, and then after we're done here, if you know if you're listening to this with somebody else or whatever, just to chat about the verse together. Just ask ask yourself, what does it look like for me to be a, a precious child of God? If these words are true, uh, how does this impact my current situation? If if God says these things, uh, what does this mean for me today? So let's uh, yeah, let's pray. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for these words. Uh, words like these. Uh, are not written with a light pen. <laughs> These are heavy things that you've said. You've, you're saying that you are my savior. That that you created me for saving. That that you have created me so that you could show uh, on the stage of my life how glorious you are. And and this promise is one that you won't you won't break it. You you promise to be there. That, that when things go wrong, you're still there. When things go right, you're still there. When, when things are on fire, flooded with water, 
going crazy, when when the world seems to be falling apart, God, you say you'll be there. You won't leave. And look, I, I know that you haven't come to this earth to solve our day-to-day problems, right? to fix our day-to-day issues, but and and but you do work in them. I know that. I know that. But you came, Lord, to solve this, this ultimate problem of hopelessness because of sin. And that's that's what you've done to claim my spirit. In in that, no matter how funky life gets, God, you love me and you saved me. Help me, please, to just focus on just your glory, uh, even in times when when the focus seems to be all over the place. It's so hard to concentrate, God. Uh, Gosh, lead me to just keep my eyes on you and give me the wisdom, please, to just speak words, to lead others to do the same thing. I just thank you so much for this microphone, for these people listening. Uh, What a privilege it is just to even have the internet and the capability to have some community and and some commonality and to share your words and thoughts and prayers in this way. I just pray that this whole uh, corona situation blows over quickly, but in the meantime, that we would see your promises made true and we would see you glorified through it. And I I pray that you give us the wisdom to actually thank you for this time, uh, even in the midst of the difficulty. In Christ's name, amen. All right, there you go. Thanks for listening. Uh, This is day two, Corona, locked in. (laughs) And uh, see you tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock. Bye.